and and I don't even mind showing my scars. If my guys want to look like me, then you know, don't wear sunscreen. <laughs> You'll have the cool scars around. Trust me. Welcome back to the Superintendent Radio Network. I'm your host, Kyle Brown. In this podcast, we're continuing our series on superintendent health. Superintendents sometimes spend so much time thinking about the dangers in the soil that they don't always consider what's right overhead. Andy Jorgensen really didn't think about it before. He's the superintendent at On Top of the World community in Florida, and that's part of the danger. The sun is such a central part of growing turf, he didn't realize every time he went outside, he was taking a chance. But why would he think about the risks of being in the sun? He'd grown up in the South. His family moved to Atlanta when he was seven, and he wasn't the type of child to spend his time inside. Well, you know, growing up, you know, we were members of the golf course and the country club there in the neighborhood and spent most of our days as, as youth basically either swimming all day or playing golf. And uh, I can tell you, we had, you know, all of us, my friends included, we had some pretty bad sunburns growing up. Never really thought anything of it, you know, because we were young and dumb and didn't really care at the time, I guess. You know, that kind of carried on to once once I started working out on the golf course, you know, I didn't really think about sunscreen or skin cancer or anything. I mean, didn't really think I would be affected by it. He started out on the courses in Atlanta, working as an assistant from sunup to sundown with almost no cover. He was so busy trying to make his mark, protecting his skin wasn't a consideration. Pretty much all day long, you know, good 10, 12 hour days. And when you're chasing wilt on bent grass in Atlanta, I'd hate to say it, but sometimes your job kind of takes priority over taking care of yourself. And there was many days where, you know, you'd get back to the shop at the end of the day and you could feel the sun on your face. You could feel just the, the burn and you just kind of took it as part of the job and, and did it all again the next day. Didn't really think anything of it, to be honest with you. But that changed when his father, who has the same kind of light complexion, blonde hair, blue eyes, went to have a few spots on his skin checked out. That visit ended with a few biopsies, one of which came back as cancerous melanoma. Shook him up, but not completely. His wife still had to make that first appointment with the dermatologist for him. He says he only went originally to calm her worries. After all, he was young, in his early 20s at the time, and skin cancer just wasn't a concern. No, no, I always figured that was for old men that were always out in the sun, and, and I wasn't there. You know, I was a fresh kid out of college, and I'd only worked on the golf course out in the sun for a few years, even though I'd been exposed to it my whole life. But for them to sit me down and do a real thorough inspection that first time around kind of made me wonder. You know, they don't tell you what they're looking at when they're doing it until they get done. And when they say, hey, we want to take five biopsies off of you, and uh, that requires a scalpel, you start taking things really seriously. You know, I, I assumed I was going to be in there for 15 or 20 minutes, and, you know, a little over an hour later, I'm walking out bandaged up and reeling in pain heading home. Two of the biopsies from that set came back from testing as very questionable, and he had to schedule surgery for a deeper biopsy. That left him with stitches and restrictions on movement, plus some scars for his trouble. Once they had done that, it was kind of a, hey, maybe I need to do something to keep this from happening again. I don't want to be in these shoes every couple months stitches and band-aids and not even be able to, to do what I want to do in life. A doctor does surgery on your lower back to remove a questionable mole or something and then tells you to take it easy for three weeks. Well, you know, how does a superintendent take it easy for three weeks? You can't do that. Once he got over the shock at the dermatologist, he had to talk to his wife at home. If he wanted to stay healthy, the whole family was going to have to make some changes. 
and not just for his sake, but also for his kids who have the same light complexion. You know, my wife, of course, wanted to know what the results were. Sat down and had a good talk with her about it and kind of what we needed to do to make things change. With two young kids that pretty much the same uh, skin tone and, and blonde hair, blue eyes that I've got, we've really changed our lifestyle in, in regards to them as well. You know, nowadays, sunscreen is basically the next thing next to our cell phone every day. Uh, it's something you just can't leave the house without. When he gets to the course in the morning, he hits any exposed skin with sunscreen, especially his face and the tops of his ears. After lunch, he reapplies before heading out. He wears lightweight, long-sleeved shirts when he can, and wide-brim hats help out as well. Since sun exposure can be hard on your eyes, he keeps a good set of sunglasses around. They've bought tops for a lot of the carts, just for the added protection for the crew. And he's not the only one on the course that uses sunscreen. We provide sunscreen for the crews here. It's one of those line items in the budget that probably cost me about $20 a year. But it's available for the crew. We encourage them to use it. We have safety meetings regarding skin cancer and, and sunscreen use. Just really made it just a habit for everybody, not just me personally, but here on the course as well. And, and I don't even mind showing my scars. If my guys want to look like me, then, you know, don't wear sunscreen. <laughs> You'll have the cool scars around, trust me. He takes sun protection seriously now, and there's definitely change in how many superintendents approach it. But working in the sun can be such an ingrained part of golf course culture. A burn can even be a badge of honor for some supers, he says, even if it comes with a price. Right, everybody's got the golfer tan and the raccoon eyes from the sunglasses, and uh, it's pretty evident if you're in, in a group of people, you know who's the working superintendent and who's not. As I've been in the industry longer and longer, I look at some of the old-timers that pretty much were in my shoes years and years ago, and their alligator skin and their wrinkles and everything else, it kind of makes you think, hey, do I want to go down that road? <laughs> Tough skin or not, he probably wouldn't even have realized he was in danger if his family hadn't gotten involved. Without that pressure, it would have been easy for him to just be stubborn and continue skipping a check with the dermatologist, the way he had been ignoring it up to the point his father went in. It was kind of a good thing that he went, but the, the stubbornness of us not wanting to go to a doctor could have been a lot worse. I'm glad and glad that he was able to go, and I'm glad that my wife pushed me to go, because if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't have ever gone, and, and who knows what would have happened. That kind of really hit home and really changed the way that I look at being out in the sun and really sun protection in general. It changed the whole culture of how I act now. You know, a lot of it was just ignorance. I just didn't know a whole lot about skin cancer or what the risks were or, or even what to look for. I mean, I had no clue what what are some of the signs of having a problem. Really just had no clue. I mean, even if I had it, I didn't know that I had it. But fortunately for him, he knows better now. And he's set up with regular appointments with a dermatologist he trusts. He says they more or less have a roadmap to his body at this point. The way he approaches the sun now took some big changes. But it's helped keep him and his family safe in doing what he loves, growing the best turf he can every day, rain or shine. There's that concern there that hopefully by the routine visits with the dermatologist that we can catch it early on to where it's not going to lead to bigger issues down the road. I mean, with two young kids at home, I, I don't want to leave them and, and leave my wife because I'm too stubborn to put on sunscreen. It's almost a daily routine, like I said, anymore. It's just become a habit of protecting yourself. And the concern is definitely there. You know, I don't think it'll probably ever stop being there. It's just a matter of what I can do to, to prevent it. And, and if anything does pop up, catch it early on. You've got to step up and you got to go to that screening 
at least get that initial screening. Whether it's through your private dermatologist or even through the skin cancer screenings at the golf industry show. Because like I said, if you don't spend all day out in the sun, when you get home, you can feel it. You can feel that burn without putting that sunscreen on. What, what's going to happen? That's the big question is what is going to happen? You've been listening to the Superintendent Radio Network, the podcast of Golf Course Industry Magazine, a production of GIE Media, Inc. I've been your host and producer, Kyle Brown. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes or the SRN page on golfcourseindustry.com. Talk to us at srn at gie.net or at GCI Magazine on Twitter. Thanks for listening.